Hello friends, my name is Mike Lonsford, the host of At The Diner along with MC Brooks and James Rambo. I am coming to you to give you a free preview of what our cold open Patreon exclusive podcasts sound like. Lots of extra content, lots of extra conversations that are all over the place. So enjoy this free preview and if you want to sign up, go to patreon.com slash greatgeekrefuge and sign up today. So yeah, I, I managed to find that Pokemon thing. I shared that and the link to the old man Skywalker on the uh, the old man Skywalker stuff, man. That was yeah, crazy. It's, it's shit is fucking wild. Yeah. Yeah, I found the Pinders. I found the Pinders thing too. And funny enough, he does mention right when they came for the rabbits. Is in there. <laughs> Jesus and then, Christ! And, and, and then, I, and then, I didn't even know the second part, which is when uh, Jewish people who read the comics confronted him about it. He was like, "Well, I have a Jew. I have Jewish friends, and they weren't offended by my use." Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, hey, MC. Let me ask you a question here, real quick. Whenever you hear a white person say something racist about black people, and they respond with, "I have black friends, and they're okay with me saying that," is that yeah. okay? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> not, you, you, I don't understand. It's not. A, it's not an open pass. No, 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 no! It's cool. I got a pass. Like, I talked to Devante <laughs> once, and he said it was cool that I said the N word. So everybody obviously is okay. With Everyone it. should be okay with it. Duh. Yeah. Jesus. Did didn't you get the memo? <laughs> Nobody said anything to Eminem about it when he said it. How come they're mad at me? Which is hysterical because Eminem doesn't. Care. <laughs> like, well, he 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 did have a song that got. Oh, like, did he? Like, yeah. From like 1995, where uh... he um. He apparently broke up with a, a woman he was dating who was black and like made a point to like Ooh. to like use the racism as much as he used the like the general misogyny in that too. Saying stuff saying stuff about how much lesser intelligent black women are compared to compared to white girls. Yeah. I was like, yeah, yikes! I was, <laughs> no, sir. I was watching no TikTok. good. I, you ever watch it? You ever watch a TikTok that like one line? hits you in your thoughts, not in your feels, but like, holy shit, I've thought that exact same little snippet too. Yeah. Um, it was a it was a black dude and he was talking about like, he was just going on a rant and then he makes like a real quick mention. He's just like, we're not even gonna mention that the Beastie Boys used the N word in one of their songs because we're cool with them because you know, they're from New York City, so it's all right. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like he just like joked about it. And I was like, how come nobody ever said anything about the, Be- the Beastie Boys got a Okay, that, like, see, I didn't, I didn't know that. And what you, what you want. I, I I don't want to. If I'm a N word from Paris, as he says in the beginning of the song. Wait a second. I don't think that's the line. God, I hope it's not. <clears throat> yeah, no. Just plug me in, like I was Eddie Harris. You eating crazy cheese, like you think I'm from Paris. Man, I always misheard that lyric. Now I feel like an asshole. I was like, <laughs> like I was just like, <laughs> I was like, I, just, I had the thing. I was like, what is like. I, I mean, I love that song. I, I used to, I used to like. There were, I can't do it now, but there was a time where I could recite any Beastie Boy lyric between their first album and "Hello Nasty" like from the top of my head because of how much I listened to them. But yeah, like yeah, they don't say they don't say they don't say it in that in, in that song. I could have sworn they again. Like this I mean, is, like, if we're not reading the lyrics, I just heard it and I was like, 
I, I, I will say, just as a funny aside, when when I the first time I listened to Ill Communication, I actually bought the album, and that album actually did have you know it was, they had the lyrics on the on the on the insert also, which I I I really miss the era of being able to like buy something and just read the insert of it. God, I miss that too, yeah. Because of how fucking cool it was, like it, like you just get so excited whether it was the insert for a game or for a CD, whatever the case. So. There, there, like uh, I was actually reading through some of the lyrics, and I actually did see the N word pop up on one on one of the songs, and I was like, "Yo, what? Who? What?" But I didn't realize that Q Tip was featured on it, and Q Tip. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Tip! You yeah, right. <laughs> and and also a fun, a fun, and also a fun, a funny thing about that song is that song is entirely crafted. From Q-Tip apparently being really drunk and high and like freestyling in the studio at 2 a.m. and then while they were working on this album, they took like the like the the different recordings of him and just built a song around it with them getting on it also. That's kind of funny. And Q- like Q-Tip himself doesn't know any of the words to the song, which is why they were always different whenever they performed it live because he didn't he didn't know his own words because he wasn't sober when he made it. It was all freestyle, yeah. Yeah. That's oh man, that, that <laughs> fucking ill communication is such a good album too. It is. I still remember being a kid and listening to the whole thing all the way through, and with B boys making with the freak freak all of that, a sudden I out love of nowhere, song, yeah. it stops and that guy goes shit. If he's gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potatoes. potatoes. <laughs> and I had to like I had to like pause it. And I was like, what the fuck was that? I had to like, take it back and like and he did say that. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember being on the forum because the, the, I was on the Beastie Boy forums back then and everyone trying to find like where the fuck that like who said that and where did that quote come from? Because what the like, fuck? It was like some comedy album, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was some, some random some random comedy uh, comedy album that they took and sampled. <laughs> I'm going to have to go listen to that album today. Man originally made the statement was Manton yeah. Moreland, who was most famous for playing the black chauffeur in Charlie Chaplin's movies and for the 1941 film King of the Zombies. While most popular as an actor in the 30s and 40s, as a comedian in the 1960s, he also likes Bill Cosby and Carl Reiner. Moreland mm. uh, also recorded a comedy album, That Ain't My Finger, released in 1965. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the sample comes from. That Ain't My Finger. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, you can listen to the entire routine at this link, which I will happily send y'all. Yeah, uh, and you should. It's hilarious. It starts a little slowly. A woman is told that the word fuck means to serve. And around the 120 mark, the confusion listens the statement sample and B-Boys making it the free free. <laughs> that ain't my finger. Awesome. Be that kind of party. That's awesome. Good fucking Lord. Jesus. That is wild. Um, I will say also, I did think about them this week when the Marvel's trailer came out. Yeah. Only because I remember... I mean, he passed away, so maybe their philosophy on this changed. But MCA was like vehemently against their music being used in like ads for things, which is why their music never really got used for like uh, movie trailers or commercials or kind of anything like that because they they were very very much against it. Oh, huh. so I did think it was interesting that Intergalactic was the choice for the Marvels. I mean, I I love it. I think it's a great song to yeah. like to to use for what that movie's going to be. Yeah. I can't remember, was MCA uh still alive when uh Star Trek dropped? No. I I don't don't I don't think so. Because that's what Sabotage shows up. Okay. Especially yeah, not I mean, not Star Trek Beyond, for sure. 
Yeah, I don't, um, I don't remember when he. Well, I don't remember when he passed, but it's, uh, it's, uh, May fourth, two thousand twelve. I thought Star Trek came out in like two thousand nine. Uh, it did. Yeah. Um, oh, maybe. Uh, was maybe sabotage there's a... in that, or was sabotage? I know sabotage was in Star Trek Beyond. It's definitely in the first one because because Beyond is a callback to the first movie because oh, okay. uh, he's playing like oldies. Yeah. In mm, the okay. car when he steals the car, yeah, and sabotages the song that comes on. Yeah, what was the last? I, 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 that we discussed? The only thing I could think of is like maybe that might be the situation where he was okay with it because it's only ad rock on that song and not all three of them. Oh, that's a good point. So they may may not have had may may not have had an issue with it since uh, it was only one of them. Well, and it also features in the movie itself, and it's not just an ad. Yeah. So I could see him also, you know, being like, yeah, well, so, you know, yeah. it's in the film itself. And what's interesting about that is that album they play or they play, uh, Sabotage, right? Yeah. But like um, if the Beastie Boys are canon to exist in the Star Wars un- or Star Trek universe in Intergalactic, he even says the line like a pinch on the neck, like Mr. Spock. Mr. Spock yeah. so they <laughs> reference Mr. Spock. Like, yeah, that's a weird like causality loop kind of thing. Like, <laughs> well, we know that Spock and Kirk and the crew went back to San Francisco in the 80s. Yeah. And perhaps there was some... <laughs> I like the idea that... Uh, okay, new fan theory. Uh, when <laughs> when Scotty shared the information about the uh, the polymer... Transparent aluminum, yeah. Transparent aluminum to the, that company, yeah. he inadvertently shared some data about their mission uh and uh or the boys were on that on that bus when spock did the nerve <laughs> pitch to the fucking punk and he pat yeah there you go there you go they were in san francisco for a show yeah there you go we just hey there you go star trek fans you're welcome we just fixed it yeah oh, they and they they were they well they were in la but they were in california when they um did uh paul's boutique in 88 and 89 and they were in San Francisco in 86. That's when they are. Yeah, that's the year that they supposedly went back. So there you go. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, greatgeekrefuge.com, for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, boy.